Welcome to the Casket Cast, Halloween edition. If you're tuning in for the first time or tuning in for the first time in a long time, and yes, we've been off the air for quite a while, welcome back to the Casket Cast, only here on Rock Corpse Radio. Uh, you can find us at rockcorpseradio.com, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and Pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, you can like find us on Breaker, you can find us on Spotify, wherever you find them. Anyway, thank you for subscri- or subscribing, tuning in, uh, checking us out. Um, if, and if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. It's free. We don't charge anything. We used to have a Patreon. We don't even have a Patreon really anymore. The page exists, but we don't really care to use it. It's like, eh, we don't really need money to do this. It's just more of a kind of a I want to say this is like like a like a passion project in a sense you know this is like us hardcore fans of horror and sci-fi talking about said subjects and and once again uh, we're uh, doing our Halloween special so uh, definitely to, you know, stay tuned for what's in store uh, later on in the episode. We'll be reviewing probably one of my new favorite series is In Creep Show, only on Shutter.com, as well as badly plugging web horror websites like merch sites. Uh, we also have Jamie online with us, um, uh, formerly of the uh, or formerly of the Sci Files, and. Jamie and myself uh, go ahead and reminisce. We chat about some really weird shit, and the conversation gets a little loopy. She really kind of hammers it home when it comes to weird shit, so (laughs) stay tuned for that one. And uh, also, in addition, uh, we have a little bit of gaming talk between uh, a friend of the show, Dan, and Stavropocracy. That's also coming up later in our main event will be none, nothing else other than Stavropocracy and myself reviewing the movie Three from Hell, uh, the latest movie from Rob Zombie. And without further ado, let's get into some wrestling chat here on the Casket Cast. Myself and Stavropocracy both follow one of the cutest, hottest, sexiest porn actresses there is. Who is Lexi uh, Bell, we love you. And she has been basically making herself champion several times over on her Instagram feed. What are oh, your yeah, NXT champion. WCW champion. Eventually, she's going to have the AEW belt, I think. Oh, she better. I like how she also didn't really go for the... Because I don't think she's got the women's belt at all, does she? It's like, it's the championship belt for NXT. 
Or was that the uh, or was that the women's belt? I just remember it was No, that's the men's. That was the men's belt. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I know she had the men's uh, WCW belt because I mean, only only one giant strap like that in pro wrestling. So, unless you were the NWO and you got spray painted, but yeah, the I think the 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 key thing of that of those pictures is I think she wants into wrestling. I think she wants to roll around with people. Watching a video of her, she says it's weird to wear clothes because she's been like you know a porn actor for so long. She just kind of walks around naked. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that being a total thing. I mean, could you imagine it? I mean, you're you're naked all fucking day long. You know, it's like oh, well, we got we, we got twenty more takes today. We gotta we gotta get you that we gotta get that Everybody right. The cast is waiting for you to finish your scene so everybody can go to lunch. Yeah, I mean it's a business nowadays yeah i'm sure it's fun to some degree but yeah it's total business well there's that biography we watched years ago where uh nina hartley was talking about how you used to get paid in cash from the director or you would get a check from them and most of the times it would bounce then you'd have to get your money somehow yeah and she's like now this is like early 2000s She's like, I get a check from a company, and it's legit. And she's like, this industry has come so far. I mean, because, like, come on, dude. We're not the only two people supporting that multi-billion dollar business. No. No, there's so many people with so many dirty hands. Like, exactly. <laughs> rubbing it out. And dirty right, fists. Right fucking now. I was actually really surprised to see... That like even porn actresses, you know, like like Jessica Drake, you know, she's still she's still doing the hustle. She's still like out there hustling, um, you know, like oh well, go to, go they, to this page, yeah, subscribe to like, my channel. Uh, they do fucking shows at strip clubs forever, and make really good. Music. Yeah, because there's a bunch of douchebags who go to strip clubs and throw money at women they'll never have. That's true. I like the, um, but I love the idea of like being able to. See, it's almost like Comic Con, but with titties. Um, I like the idea that you can go to like the, like the big like sex bow thing. Now, like they got the conventions, you know. For... Oh yeah, like I jerk off to you all the time. Like I can confront you and tell you that I jerk off to you all the time. Yeah, you gotta wonder how many people are like hard up, you know, just like completely fucking full erect, just trying to meet their favorite starlet. Um, oh yeah, I mean, it's like I'm gonna go rub one out in the bathroom because I'm such a fucking addict. Like, <laughs> I never do that shit. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't find any interest in that. I don't even say anything on the social media accounts that I follow them on. Yeah, I'm usually like I think the ones I'm usually the most into. Are... You don't want to come across as like that creepy fucking fan. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, like, uh, like one of my favorite follow people to follow is Jenna Hayes, and I love. I don't say anything to her. I love the. I, I say shit to her all the time, but the, what I'm what I usually I don't, I'm not allowed to talk to her. Uh, but what I what I usually say to her is basically like, because she she does a lot of art pictures on there. 
um, on her page. Oh, I know. I, hardly, I, I, I like them all. Don't worry. Hardly does any porn, and then are n- nothing like porn related. Usually, like if she does anything porn related, it's to sell her old DVD sets or her old uh, or her flashlight or something. But um, so I'm sure she still supports that. But um, it's it's funny because I, I love the art pieces that she does. They're really fucking cool. Uh, whoever photographer is, is usually fucking really awesome. So, um, but on top, I think aside from her, the only other porn actress I follow is like Dana De Armand, and I still don't really say anything fucked up to her. I just, I just always, I always just kind of congratulate her on shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, great job. You know, it's like that's fucking awesome. Uh. Especially the thing with uh, Jenna Hayes, where she did the, uh, where she did the TED talk. I watched that. I sat down and watched the TED talk, and I actually got into it. It was pretty good. I can't remember what I was watching one time. They had uh, Marie. Uh, God, what's that Arabic big titted chick that's in porn? Mia uh, Khalifa. Yeah. Who was like trying to get with football players and just trying to get any notoriety? She also tried getting into pro wrestling for a little bit. Did you see that? Yeah. It was more or less just to be like you know like um, just kind of. They had a panel on there. Two dudes. I didn't know who they were. It was Mia Khalifa, and it was uh, the redheaded chick Ava that kind of left the business. Ava, or. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's one of the... Ed, the chick who lied on her resume. Okay. She defended wrestling, and it was the first time I ever had her back on it. Huh. Because Mia Khalifa was like, well, talking about something, and it kind of dogged on wrestling a, a bit. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, say it's fake, you can say it's all that. But these people are out 365 days a year on the road, putting on shows most every night of the week. Busting serious ass. Yeah. And she's like, say what you want, but they're still athletes and athletic. And I think that's why I still like going and to And entertainers. Shows. And like, she yeah. just basically shut Mia Khalifa down. I was like, good girl. Yeah, shit. I, I really like the... Um... I've always really liked, uh, like, independent shows. Like, I got to go to one recently. It was, like, last month. Uh, here in uh, Portland, we had, a, was it Prestige Wrestling putting on um, a show at the Rosalind Theater, which is, like, a downtown Portland. And it was kind of cool seeing the seeing the show. I was there with Will, a friend of the show. And, um, and then we've actually had Will on here before. <laughs> And we were sitting there watching the show, and it was like, I think the biggest name that they had at the show was uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. It was a ex UFC or ex MMA or fighter, and kind of I think the biggest show he does right now is MLW. But uh, aside from him, they had uh, what's that guy's name? Orange Cassidy. The dude who always puts his hands in his pockets. Oh, yeah, I love that guy. From AEW. Yeah. I love that gimmick. What I love is the overselling from the fucking announcers. Oh, my God! He just laid into him! <laughs> like, they're, they're, the announcers go over the top when it comes to... When it comes to how they how they sell the fucking moves. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, 
completely and utterly just oversold, but I think the uh, right now I am loving the announced team on AEW. By the way, oh AEW is great. It actually the Taz, that, that dark sh- show. Oh yeah, the dark show's got. Uh, I think it had Taz and uh, Excalibur doing the doing the dark show, and then what, was Taz just a one off though, or is he actually on there? Yeah, I got to check those out. I don't think they'd have on there for one fucking time. Yeah, because I, I, I was listening to. Uh, JR's uh, wrestling podcast, and he was talking about, um, I guess they did a one-off in Philly or whatnot, and so he was there for the Philly show, uh, just to kind of get the ECW pop, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I mean, I can imagine having Taz on there full-time would be kind of a hard thing to swing, like he's got a radio show on CBS, um, he'd be a really big get if they got him. I'm hoping they do. Yeah, he'd be a really big guy. It'd be cool. Uh, but I mean, what do you think of AEW so far, as far as a show goes? I'm more impressed with the matches. Their matches are more pay-per-view like compared to WWE's. Yeah. Like matches are very like they put more into it, and then when they do the pay-per-views, they put even more into it. Like. Yeah. Just when you watch a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown. Not NXT, but Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. They're just going through the motions. I don't even know what the fuck SmackDown's Still doing. I, I really don't know. I watched the most recent episode of SmackDown, and I felt lost. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? It's like, am I watching am I watching SmackDown, or am I watching, like, The Apprentice, or, like, the, or like America's Got Talent? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, film it like a Fox shows. Yeah, it, it feels weird. It feels like you're not even watching wrestling anymore. You're watching some like super high production, high budget show that doesn't have any semblance to wrestling whatsoever. No, and, yeah. and it's writing and the storylines are just stupid. Yeah, they they don't they don't seem like they're I mean, Roman Reigns teaming up with fucking Daniel Bryan, what the hell's up with that? Like <laughs> Like how? Why am I supposed to care about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree with you that uh, there's a much bigger presentation with AEW versus WWE right now, with the exception of NXT, which, like NXT show, is still really solid, even mm-hmm. though, even though now it's a two-hour show. I mean, now you get to see a lot of the. Uh, UK guys, you get to see a lot. You get to see a lot of the UK guys. You get to see a lot of the a uh, lot of different people. Uh, and... They're bringing uh, Finn Balor back, and they made him heal. They they they're bringing back Oscar. The Kabuki Warriors are coming to fight uh, your little uh, New Zealand hottie. Mm. Yeah, Dakota Dakota Kai. No. Some other trick we like. I can't remember. I think it's uh, Dakota Kai and um, I'm trying to remember what her tag team partner's name is. It's uh, they're going to be going against dude the Kabuki Warriors. Did they see what Stucci Blue fucking uh, Paige's face? <laughs> they turned on Paige. <laughs> she blew green mist and did a great job. Nice. 
And then Becky, she even blew, like, last week, apparently, she blew mist in Becky Lynch's face. And Becky Lynch came out this week and, of course, you know, got her payback. This is the only thing I like about WWE is the man. Yeah, I mean, Becky, I don't know. I, I was, like, it was weird because, like, going back on uh, on old NXT, or, like, if you watch all the NXT videos... You just don't see much big happening with Becky Lynch. And then she gets the fucking... She gets the raw, dude. And she's like... Now she's the shit, you know? Because I remember she was, like, floundering in fucking SmackDown for a while when they first brought her over. I, I, I thought they brought her over way too early. And then now she's, like, fucking... She's the best. She's probably the most over-wrestler in WWE. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. Like, she... She's definitely more over than Seth Rollins. <laughs> well, I've never seen Seth Rollins do any ESPN commercials. Oh. <laughs> well, he's too busy burning it down, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to burn it down. He has a couple ESPN commercials. They had a funny Damian Lillard one commercial the other day. That was pretty funny. But they don't have those too often anymore. I used to love the old wrestling ones where they... Like Stone Cold's had riding block, and then they hit him in the back with a steel chair, and then his riding block goes away. <laughs> yeah, those are definitely pretty fun. Yeah, those those were funny commercials, but you don't see it too often anymore. Not in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, one thing I want to mention to our fans: um, so after this episode airs, which obviously will air on Halloween Day, if you're listening to it now, it's either Halloween or the day after. Um, blah blah don't change that shit you fucking millennials don't take my holiday away fuck no it's there for a reason we don't care about your no song shit, dude. And fucking, if you had kids deal with it dude it's not my fucking problem yep. but anyway we uh we um we're gonna be uh debuting um the next or the following season of the segway files um, on our network, so you'll be able to catch um, every single week um, on Wednesday a new episode of the Segway Files uh, that will feature myself, um, Axel, and his wife Heather, and we'll be talking about everything sci-fi, gaming, pop culture, and nerd complete nerd shit. Even we're even gonna start doing like some Magic the Gathering shit on there. And... Oh my. Yay. Oh fuck yes! It's gonna be so amazing. Um, I'm trying to forget that part of my life. <laughs> tap your mana stuff, bro. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Red and black were my decks. Yeah, they still got some pretty good color combos in there. Like I've been able to come up with some pretty fun decks. Uh, actually, there's a buddy of mine who um, uh, he's a friend of the show. Also, uh, his name's. Um, Adam and he, or Adam McBride, I should say, Adam McBride, not to be confused or related in relation to Danny McBride, but um, it was not that fucking cool. No, uh, but I I play Magic with him online, and um, I always he hates my deck. It's like an all white deck that I call Judgmental Christians, and it's oh uh, awesome. It's a pretty fun deck.
right now I'm trying to get one of these organic buns out of the fucking packaging. And then I discovered there's a hole over one side, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I start there. <laughs> I'm totally starting there. Hey, uh, so, long, uh, so for any of our longtime fans, uh, Jamie has actually joined us once again. First time in a long time here on the Casket Cast. I think the last time we had you on was last Halloween. I want yeah, to, I my, my fucked up birthday. Yep. So there's and a... if anybody doesn't know, there's a lot of changes that have occurred between now and then. Yeah. So there's... Uh, so the first major change, of course, is the, the old show you were on, uh, which we have completely re, re, over, re overhauled. And it actually airs, it's going to be airing its uh, first season here uh, in another week. But aside from that, um, we've been toying around with the idea of doing weird food segments again, like the Fast Food Files, but not calling it the Fast Food Files, because that's a little contrived, I think, but... Well, so you're saying that that it's a little ironic that I'm frying up a weenie at the moment? Yes. <laughs> I mean, and, and anyone who knows me knows I'm not really a big fan, but at the same time, I'm I, I'm a little hungry, and it's been a while, so I'm shoving a weenie in my mouth. <laughs> in other words, bitch, gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. So the um, <laughs> so one of the uh, so so one thing that's been coming around a lot in uh, in the news. Are we still talking about weenies? In a way, um, so I guess there's this. Uh, have you heard of like a Jeff Epstein? Like the ever seen the the memes where people are always saying like Jeff Epstein did not kill himself and stuff like that. He's, uh, um, it finally came. No, I'm still kind of living under that pretty rock. It kind of came out today, I guess, that, um, that he was actually murdered or possibly murdered. So that's going to change the whole scope of that weird case they got going on. I didn't personally know anything about it until this morning fully. Like I, I'd seen the memes, but I was too lazy to look it up because I was like, dude, I'm doing other stuff. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like really not familiar with who the hell that is, let alone the memes. So I'm like, so he got murdered. It, it, is it like one of those things where they're not really sure if he was murdered or he committed suicide or somebody helped him commit suicide? You know, you know, like when somebody says the wrong things and all of a sudden they wind up dead and they're like, oh, it was suicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's see. Um, all right. So, I'm going to pull up some information on this because it is kind of, uh, it's kind of interesting. So, um, let's see. Well, if um, like you pull up information, I'm going to continue testing some buns to slap a weenie in. So, he was, a. Uh, so I guess he was, um... A convicted uh, sex offender, sex offender, and sex trafficker. Um, oh, murder him! 
All right, it's it's done. <laughs> happy Halloween. <Woo! laughs> yeah, that, happy birthday to me. He's and, gone. And that Woo! actually and that actually came out in the news this morning. So happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> for this Halloween episode. So, so was he like um, Texas Chainsaw Massacred? I mean, that would be like awesome. Just shove that chainsaw right up his bum and just. Yeah, I'm checking. Actually, I'm trying to see. Yeah, yeah, he has like I guess in his autopsy it shows that he had broken neck bones, so he he got he got he got his shit snapped. Damn, I mean, see, that's why I tell people I'm not a big fan of oral because if it's like too huge, I don't want to break my neck, <laughs> let alone gag to death on it. <laughs> There was this uh, stand-up that I was uh, listening to a while back. It uh, has a comedian, Ari Spears. And he was talking about, like, uh, wouldn't it be, like, you know, kind of fucked up if, if somebody, like, walked in on you and a buddy of yours and your friend happened to be gay, but he was forcing you to do sexual acts with them, you know? Like, like he was, like, forcing himself onto you, like, trying, like making you get a blowjob from him. And uh, the well, only and the only and the only excuse you could use is he had strong neck muscles. <laughs> there was nothing I could do. He had strong neck muscles. Now, now I've never really encountered a situation where that had to be forced, but I'm usually on yeah. the other side of that where they're like, "And you have no gag reflex." <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, if like, pe- excuse pe- me. I'm not a big fan of swallowing, but I pe- do suffer from lockjaw. So if you want to keep this up, yeah, people <laughs> usually want you to take a job when it comes to that. You know, it's like, like. Oh. Yeah, I don't even get why guys are so enamored with that. What the hell the fascination is? Because it's really not that fun on the other side. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. uh it's like, do you really have to pull my hair? They don't have to, but they probably, but they do because they're just, you know, that's just the way mm-hmm. it is. That's what they were taught as small children. We got to pull hair. Yeah, well, I've discovered if you pull their hair in, in return, they're not too happy, especially if you grab the short curly one. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. So I just took a head of nose spray. That was pretty awesome. And I know, I know, and I know our listening audience really wanted to hear that. It's like, okay, so we're going on this weird tangent here. We're talking about weird shit. Jeff Epstein's come up. Now you're making, and, and then you're talking about giving nose spray. Head. And I'm like, you know what? If you're giving head and you're getting nose spray, you really need to practice. <laughs> Maybe the nose spray is to help uh, some of the. Um, some of the jizz that happens to make its way into your nostril, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking the jizz that makes it in your nostril is the nose spray. Because a lot of people like doing, like, the whole pornographic face spray thing, you know? And they just like letting, yeah, letting it rip. And just <laughs> let it rip and get it all over the face. And, you know, everything everything makes it happy. Oh, yeah. Right, right when the guy goes to make it, let it rip, you grab it and point it toward their face. And they're like, oh, my God! And you're like, well... Now you know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just aim for the eyes. So, uh, so do you have any um, any horror movies that you're uh, going to be binging tonight? Um, 
I don't know, maybe Friday the 13th? Yeah, they've had a lot of Friday the 13th marathons lately, I've noticed. It's like... Yeah, um, but I really don't like the fact that they edit out most of the shit, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? If you're going <laughs> to show that much female nudity, and I mean full-on frontal nudity, why don't you show the guys, too? Because, you know, isn't that fair? Actually, in the original Friday the 13th movies, they hardly ever showed male nudity. It was usually just butt. I know! <laughs> I'm like, Really? Yeah, it, it, that's more of a thing nowadays. Nowadays, you see like everybody. It's like, oh, oh, we're all naked now. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, is that a body double or does he really have that? Sometimes <laughs> they actually do. It was the eighties, you know. Not, there wasn't as much processing. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Everything was better in the eighties: food, drugs, unfiltered sex. sex. Sixty-nine. <laughs> Unfiltered sex. I mean, sure, AIDS was a new thing, but, you know, not everybody had it, so. Well, that's why you don't go bang a monkey. That's true. Yes, we are talking about the 80s, so hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah, you wonder where that all started? <laughs> well, I started in the 60s, I think, or 70s. <laughs> okay, so it took a while before they realized where it was coming from. Eating a monkey. I actually want to think that's what the Monkey Shines movie was about. <laughs> you know, it's not about, like, curses or any fucking, or, or weird fucking voodoo shit. It's literally about monkeys and AIDS. <laughs> uh, monkey Shine? You're talking about the guy who has a um, monkey as a um, service animal? And he's in a wheelchair? <laughs> because I just recently that's saw actually, that, and I was like, That's actually a really? That's a brilliant way of looking at it. It's like, his monkey was a service animal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry. I've watched it on Comet like 90 times this month because they That's keep putting great. it on, and I'm like, you know, the only thing they've played to death more is Terminator One. Oh yeah, I bet. I mean, when you start having dirty dreams that include Arby Bach and Kyle Reese's dirty ass. Oh yeah. There's that, and there's... Oh, and... Well, uh, well I... we, we, we loved enough for a lifetime in one night, and I'm like, I've never had oh. a guy do that. Oh, and Linda Hamilton's mullet. Oh, yeah, yeah. no shit. She, she, she had one fucking hell of a mullet, and speaking of which, I'm actually going to go see Dark Fate tonight, and we get to see the continuation of Linda Hamilton's mullet oh, on oh, screen. Yeah, tell me, she, tell me she has the dirty mullet for this. I, I mean, seriously, I'm like... I mean, if was... you're if you're not like a lesbian or bi, why do you have the hairdo and the and the outfit for it? She definitely looks pretty grungy. Uh, I know the woman that uh, the one thing I really liked about the way the movie looks is the the weird um, the the Rev Nine. I think that's what they call it, like Rev Nine. Uh, Terminator is fucking awesome because he can split into two. He turns into this weird kind of creepy webby kind of fucking liquid terminatory kind of thing and uh the other oh my god that sounds like a futuristic sex toy he is pretty he's i mean i, I bet you anything there's a, there's going to be a lot of erotic fanfic after this movie is um oh hell yeah he's gonna through. be like come with me if you want to jizz <laughs> especially <laughs> if you want to jizz in a spider web fashion <laughs> where it looks like he, he, he like he his the way he uses his uh, 
his like kind of telemorphing ability thing, like you know, or like w- whatever he's doing, uh, where he's like spider webbing out. It kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of something you would see in like, uh, like you would have saw it in Frozen, you know, when Elsa is like spreading you know the ice everywhere you know it's like yeah and and tell me she's not a lesbian i mean really if you can do all that she she is (laughs) apparently they were supposed to include a girlfriend character for her in the new movie but there was so much uproar about it they're gonna disney's gonna put it off until later because um, really you mean they're gonna do the same bullshit that they did with uh harry potter you remember the character of hermione granger yeah, it's just supposed to be black. And Yeah, and I'm like, really? But that was and a- nobody has a problem with this, but at the same time, they're turning a lot of white characters black. I'm like, okay, what would happen if we took the character of Black Panther and made him played by a white character? Would there be a huge uproar over this? I remember in the, you remember in the 90s when they had the... Uh... I mean, we've got Black Iron Man, right? Well, okay, I was going to get to that. There's, uh, <laughs> You remember in the 90s how there was... Uh... There were a lot of like um, we had the cartoon blocks right for superhero cartoons, and mm-hmm. in Spider Man, they the the Spider Man series they had Blade in the series, mm-hmm. but he was white. No, see that's just wrong. It's fucked Blade up. is not supposed to be white. I mean, was he like scared till the point he turned white, or did he just do so many white checks that he just got bleached? And he was fighting an energy vampire, which made it, which was kind of goofy altogether. Because the an energy vampire, yeah, he was he, fighting um, he had, PGE. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, especially in California, <laughs> he was fighting PGE. <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the show What We Do in the Shadows? I thought that was a porn. The show What We Do in the Shadows, which is, uh, I think it's uh, White Teehees, or like, uh, I can't remember, I can't pronounce the dude's name, but he's, uh, he actually, he's doing that new Jojo Rabbit movie, the one where the kid sees Hitler as an imaginary friend, so, uh. Oh my god, I mean, seriously? So he has this show. If you're that fucked up, you need more therapy than I do. So he has a show called what we do in the shadows about old world vampires living in modern day new york and it's kind of funny because in the show there's a character that lives in the house with them and he's supposed to be an energy vampire now you know classically every time you hear that it's always like some doofy looking guy who looks like he he works in an office building and claims to be a vampire right um that's always been like the cliche the funniest well, part i'm the... actually deadly allergic to the sun I have a condition which apparently is called XP. You can look that shit up. And I don't look anything like that, but I keep getting told that my um, clothing and everything looks like a character known as Van Helsing. Uh, And I'm like, I've seen the movie with Van Helsing, but this is obviously not what they're referring to. Yeah. Well, no, so the thing with the the energy vampire character and, and what we do in the shadows is he looks like that cliche character. But he actually is an energy vampire. <laughs> nice. It actually shows him draining people and stuff in one of the episodes. It's really funny. So, uh, an energy vampire. So he's GE or PGE or... I mean, it could be Viacom. They're like oh, next, my God. They're like next level energy vampire. <laughs> <laughs> 
as a matter of fact, if you if you uh, if if you want to dial it up to to role playing games, he's the Ventrue of energy vampires. Oh my god! So <laughs> all you have to do is hold up a nine volt next to a mirror, and he's like dead for hours. Yeah, see, like he's got a car battery. See, Hollywood's the Toreador of of uh, energy vampires, but Viacom is the. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> they're the multi-million dollar conglomerate of media for those in the front row for those in the back row for those 50 fucking thousand miles away if you are hearing the sound of my voice oops you accidentally downloaded and loaded a virus i'm fucking sorry but you've downloaded a virus and now you're gonna die a super virus it's like super aids it's just like Super Aids, but it'll kill your computer, yeah. and then it'll kill you through your butthole from your computer. Exactly. So I gotta say, with uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of new shit com- going on uh, for horror. Uh, one of which happens to be Shutter.com's Creep Show series, and episode six, which is actually directed by Tom Savini, airs today. Um, uh, on their uh, website, so just go to creepshow.com or download the app uh, from Google Play or uh, iTunes. I'm still calling it iTunes. I don't know why I still call it iTunes. Uh, from <laughs> from the Apple apps. And, um, yeah. I mean, Creepshow so far is a pretty cool show. Um, it's exactly what you would expect the Creepshow series to be. Every episode is two separate episodes. Uh, so... You're basically getting two episodes per one, uh, so it's basically two 15-minute, or two, like, 25-minute episodes back-to-back. And it's pretty cool. I'll have to get you to watch the show uh, pretty soon, Stavro, but um, it's definitely cool. They've had a lot of good uh, good guest appearances, a lot of, familiar, a ton of familiar faces, so... Sorry, I popped on Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Oh fuck yeah! Um, I think uh, God, Caroline Williams' Instagram's been blowing up about Texas too recently, and um, gosh, she's been like throwing all sorts of random stuff out there. So as far as uh, so as far as like Halloween picks, what would be um, if you were gonna pick like your like like an almost top five or like at least the top three? movies to watch tonight uh what would those be texas 2 uh jason 6 and hellraiser 2 nice now now let's uh, go around so texas 2 always a favorite amongst the group um god i remember the first time i saw that i was uh i think we were i think we were watching it it was one of i can't remember if it was a day where we skipped school or if it was just like a summer day, you know, where we're like renting shit from the video store. And I just remember that movie just being one of the most fucked up things I'd ever seen at that point. Oh, yeah. But it always set a precedent. You notice that? Like everything you got that was Orion Pictures, there was a certain like expectation, right? And it wasn't that everything Orion put out was fucked up, is that everything Orion put out was good, it was gory. Yeah. Oh, and that too. No fucking RoboCop. 
I think the only movie I can think of that was, you know, that was Orion that wasn't gory was Masters of the Universe, but it still had a lot of violence in it. So, um, but yeah, Robocop was a great example. There's a lot of, like, old, like, fucking, like, old school films. Yeah, I'm sorry. Free taco, free enchilada, and everything. Just like a little chihuahua. They give you plenty of candy. Wouldn't that be a kill for just like a little chihuahua? They give you free Mexican food and treats. The Glory and the Gory. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I almost want to write a book or try to put together a short a short film anthology. Yeah, Robert Rude's fucking music be all glorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll cut you up. I'll cut you up. I'll cut you up. The... It will be the glorious. <laughs> We'll, we'll work that song out. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, dude. We'll rewrite it. We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, instead of like a choir, it'll sound like a bunch of like, a bunch of like, uh, guys like screaming. Like, ah, glorious! <laughs> no, we'll just have a fucking, uh, a choir of nothing but serial killers. <laughs> Going, glorious! Oh, f- <laughs> fuck, no. Choir of Shenards. Uh, choir of like Bundy, Dahmer, Gacy, Shenard, all the icons that we loved as a child. <laughs> we even love Bundy. Thinking this on the fly, people. <laughs> Don't worry. I like how Bundy and Gacy are a part of our childhood memories. Like, yeah, they are, man. Yeah, it's history. It is. Say what you want, but the seventies are history. Yep. Back up, pig fucker! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. God, fucking Silence of the Lambs was one of them. Uh, really? I didn't realize that was a fucking... That was crazy. Um, they have... Uh... Oh, God, here's some old shit. Um, the original two Adams Family movies were first put out by Orion. Which I... Oh, hell yeah. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Um, as far as like uh, blood and kind of like like violent movies, I would uh, they got Mississippi Burning uh, based on some uh, pretty. Well, oh, they had to put out their Oscar worthy movies. And that was an Oscar worthy movie. Oh yeah, Excalibur. Oh fuck yes. Yeah, Excalibur was definitely one of them. Uh, UH, I don't remember UHF having a lot of gore in it, but it was definitely a fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Just, they're one of the movie companies of our childhood. Yeah, big time. 
Dark Half. I didn't realize the Dark Half was original. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Dude, that was one of my favorite. Wolven? Wolfen? What does that sound so familiar? Uh, Wolfen came out in 81. It was a um, kind of almost a similar story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom loved that movie. Yeah, yeah, you guys had it. I remember you guys had it. Yeah, mom loved that movie. Yeah, it had um, Edward James Sadly, almost. My mom got me into those and uh, The Howlings. Kind of weird that this movie actually has a similar storyline to The Howling, too. <laughs> the whole, like, cop, werewolf thing. Yeah, I know. Like, it was... Like, I don't know what is it. Mom loved werewolf. I like there was a little bit of a relationship in this movie to, like, Native American tribes, too. And they had the... You know, they had Je Edward James Almos in it. Um, uh, to... To kind of, uh, you know, to be that, like, conduit. And then, um, God, fucking Albert Finney. I think it's just funny how Hollywood makes, like, Jews play Italians, Jews, uh, Germans, and they have Mexicans play Italians. And they yeah, have yeah. There's so many good Mexicans ones. play Indians. <laughs> My favorite one is white. My favorite one's white guys playing Indians. Well, that's the best. Oh, Johnny Be Good. That was an Orion movie. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That's some good shit in it. Looking, you get to see what's her face's ass in that movie. Dude, I'm sorry, but that was the debut of uh, Uma Thurman. Yeah, she was quite the number. She was quite tasty back then. Oh, here's a movie you'll probably remember. Remember Sharky's Machine? Yeah. The fucking, uh, the, the one Burt Reynolds movie? Yeah. Dude. Um. Yeah, a lot of crazy shit on there. Fucking Orion pictures. Robocop. Yeah, Robocop 1, one 2, and 3. Uh, Life of Brian in 79. Um, let's see. What was... Oh, Die Laughing. Um, Battle Beyond the Stars. Sphinx. Remember Sphinx? Mm-hmm. Um, movie Arthur. Of course, it was... Uh, Uh, a Midsummer Night's Sex Comedy. I've never even heard of that. I'm going to have to look for that fucker. Um, Amityville 2. This is when they started getting into horror movies, like 82. Um, yes, yeah, so you got Amityville Horror. Um, How's those? Let's see. First Blood. Remember the Alamo Cowboy? <laughs> oh, no Hooper. Yellowbeard the Pirate. Oh, Amityville 3D was also released through Orion. There's a big old fucking list, man. This is great. They even had a. Oh, Terminator. Dude, I forgot about the Terminator. 
Speaking of which, I'm actually watching, going to be watching Dark Fate Halloween night. And, uh... Boo! I'm going to watch it. Okay, I can see it for free, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it does. It's still a waste. Whatever you're being paid for, it's a waste of time. Could be doing something constructive. Well, I'll be working, so... <laughs> That's not work. Well, it's not work, but... <laughs> That's I'm not defending anything. Yeah, sitting on your ass watching a movie. I think oh if... Oh, my God. I think if... Uh, I heard huh. the... I was watching Burt Kreischer the other night. He has a podcast. He was interviewing... Um, you're one of your favorite comedians. Oh, um, yeah. It was uh, 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 Jim... Uh, Gaffigan. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan. And he was like, what's the worst joke, most the crude, most crudest joke you've ever heard? Yeah, I don't remember the joke, but I remember I remember being pretty funny. He's like, uh, husband and wife are in the hospital, and the doctor comes out to talk to uh, the husband. So she went in for a procedure. Well, we had to give her a lobotomy, and, well, uh, we had to take too much of the brain, and you have to feed her and clothe her and uh, rub her back every two hours and spoon feeder and blah 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 or he before he said all that he says I have some good news and some bad news he's like here's the bad news you have to do all this for your wife you have to quit your job you have to spoon feeder you have to massage her back every two hours you have to do this 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 and he's like okay what's the good news he's like oh I'm kidding your wife's dead <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I laughed for 10 minutes on that one. I was like, oh, I'm sharing that. Well, here's the thing. I can't stand nowadays. Mm. I love stand-up comedy. I have always loved stand-up comedy, and I will always love stand-up comedy. But the thing this younger generation needs to get through their fucking head, it's a fucking joke. Yeah. There's a lot of the crybaby stuff. Because uh, you notice that almost every stand-up now almost apologizes for the routine while they're doing it. Yes. That's become a part of the routine. Has to now. tell people this is a joke when they're watching a stand up comedian. Even though it is kind of fun, it is kind of, it kind of helps send, you know, like when Jim Jeffries does it at least, it helps kind of drive it home. Oh, dude, like, I love, absolutely love Jim Carrey, or not Jim Carrey, but uh, Dave Chappelle's last stand up. Oh, Dave Chappelle. Sticks and stones may bake my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm -hmm. They're words. Words don't hurt, except the newer generation. Yeah, that's true. Our words hurt. We said these words. Like I'm now. I have PTSD. I, <laughs> I know. Give me a fucking break. What? I think PTSD. I think you know, like war victim who saw some real shit, dude. Not. Somebody was, I was in an abusive relationship. Yeah, and you stayed in it, dumbass. Oof, harsh words from Stop Hypocrisy. Uh, I'm feeling kind of harsh tonight. Sorry, people. Uh, no, and I think I'm a little racist tonight because I'm drinking Southern Comfort. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> Southern Comfort would make you a lot a lot more racist for sure. And well, I don't know. It's New Orleans, however the fuck they say it down there. I don't fucking know. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, yeah, they can fucking eat a dick for all I care, you know? 
Anyway, speaking of eating dicks, three from hell. Three from hell ate some serious dicks, huh? <laughs> no, it didn't. It, it wasn't. It was still better than House, but I did not expect it to be Devil's Rejects. Because Devil's Rejects was one of a kind. It's kind of it's kind of fun because it like it follows the same formula as the Devil's Rejects. Um, it the bring only... in a new character because he was forced to. Did you watch the behind the scenes on the DVD? I don't have the DVD, um, but I do. Okay, I do, motherfucker. We'll have to get that. That's kind of. I'm a real fan. I have the movie. I just don't have it on DVD. Okay. Anyways, Rob talks about how he is set. And he had the script going one way, but Sid Hag was not well enough to perform. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not at will to talk about family problems, so I'm not going to delve into that. He wasn't able to perform. And yeah. I'll leave it at that. And uh, for all of us who do uh, remember um, a week into um, the Fathom event uh, being released... Um, Sid was actually hospitalized and then later passed away. Um, uh -huh. And I think we had already seen it by the time we actually got heard the news that, that Sid had passed. We watched it on like a Wednesday or Thursday. We found out that he died the following Monday. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely upsetting. Um, I can't imagine what it would have been like. You know, you're putting together this like, this major kind of movie comeback kind of deal. For the for these like beloved characters, well, in the one scene he was in, we all said he just he did not look healthy. No, he didn't. That wasn't uh, acting. <laughs> no, the acting was still there. Like the lines that Rob had written for that, I might say is probably some of his best written lines. Yeah, he's getting better at writing. That is true, yeah. I mean, I, but uh, one thing I'll say about the way Rob writes is that his writing feels more real than most scripted writing out there. It feels like it's actually coming from a real place. You know, how we experience life in the real world, um, which usually film and TV are supposed to be our escape from the real world, where a lot of these like, kind of... Um, more guerrilla style kind of horror movie directors are kind of trying to bring it back where they're trying to make their films feel more real, which is great because that's, that's exactly what the fans have you know, wanted for a long time. But Well, the thing is he was talking about was he likes using real film. Yeah. And that's getting really expensive to use nowadays. It's to the point where like high quality HD is cheaper. Yeah, which is sad, but... But I like that, the roughness and the texture of the look of the film. Yeah, it's, it, it kind of capt uh, captures that graininess. Um, yeah, it's the 80s look. Yeah. And that's, why, that's why House and uh, Devil's Rejects were so good. You know, they were... But yet, you go watch any 80s horror movie nowadays, and it's re defined HD high quality yeah I'm watching Texas 2 right now and it looks amazing 
compared to what I had. Like, and I'm, I just have an LCD television. I ain't rich. I think what um, I, I think I would consider mine standard def. <laughs> Mine's definitely not high def, even though I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I watch everything on a computer screen in my room, but not a super small computer screen. But it's you know it's fairly okay size, but. That by no stretch of the imagination is it like high def, you know, especially not as high def as you can get now, you know, with like 4K and 8K and fucking Y2K and whatever they're fucking AOK, yeah, America Online, fucking BS, fucking bullshit, uh, <laughs> whatever is truer than eyesight HD um, that we got going on now in the land of uh, high definition gimmick. Um, that, that shit, you know. I actually got told the other day that I sound, I sound like the kind of guy that is, uh, I sound like the kind of person when I talk about HD and I, like, rip on it, that I'm just jealous because I don't have it. <laughs> With three bots. <laughs> I remember we were, like, level eight. <laughs> I just upgraded a whole bunch of fucking shit. Oh, I love those mixes where My you go like... My type is a level two now. <laughs> oh, that's it? No, maybe it was something else. I'm, yeah, I'm, it was that other one. I'm, yeah, that was your rampage. Or yeah. the, yeah, the the shotgun. Sorry, people, we're talking modern... Whatever we're playing? Call it booty four. Call it booty. I was, I was going to say... This, your Call of Duty Minute has been brought to you by Purex. And Flonase. For fast allergy relief, Flonase. I'm going to keep that fake ad in there. Alright, you back? Yeah, I'm back. I okay. just had scoop. Okay. Yeah, fucking... Everybody won't bother you. I was like, nah, come on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just, just do a run-in. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, but as far as uh, as far as far Three from Hell goes as a movie... Um, I'm sorry. Compared... I would have really preferred to have DDP in there and get killed, too, but... That's true, yeah. I would have liked to see that. Because they, they did kill off Danny Trejo's character, so why not DDP also? But... Oh, shit. What he, is he dead? Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I'm not black. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, wait. I'm an olive digger. Ha, ha, ha. So, um... Yeah, okay, um... So anyway, yeah, there's this, I don't know, for some reason there's this, like, um, thing they're doing in this new movie that I think is really fun, uh, where we're kind of, it, it, this this movie almost feels like it's supposed to be the, like, it feels like the 80s, um, in a way. It's got, like, kind of like a fun vibe to it. Even though the whole movie kind of goes through this weird cycle where it's like, um, where it's like women's penitentiary, 
where it's like fucking where it's like cowboys and Indians <laughs> it just kind of goes all over the place and um, I don't know I, th I think with Richard Breaker it totally works you know mm -hmm. with Richard Breaker being the add-in cast member you know in place of Sid Haig I think it's oh, he's a good actor yeah yeah he's great he was probably the only really truly good thing about 31 yeah I got it I can say that but he, he apparently in behind mm -hmm. the scenes felt very uh, uncomfortable because he kind of felt like the odd man out because you know those two characters had so much on screen time together yeah yeah that's true I still felt that character was a good character. It was a good character to bring in. Mm -hmm. Like a half-brother from God knows where. It just gives it more of that, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe, in a way. Um, without, you know, completely blowing up extra family members. You know, with the, they're only bringing in one um, guy. The thing I do love about that movie, the house, I love the house scenes with Bill Mosley. Or a hotel scenes or anything, the way yeah. he writes him, the clothes he wears, the and it was the eighties and and the way the house looked was fucking spot on. Whoever yeah. did that was amazing. Yeah, the fucking yeah, especially yeah, the wardrobe dressing or not, uh, yeah, the wardrobe and the set dressings were definitely good. Set design. Yeah, I really loved that house was just great. When he slit that black chick's throat and was like, you know, playing with her mom's ashes and <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot going on there that was that was really funny for me, especially like, and it almost picks on the modern era too because like that was that was a time era, you know, during the eighties where you know where people were just doing whatever and. It almost like it, it's funny too because the coupling in that movie, especially for that scene, felt super out of place. You're my fave, but I don't know. So, so what did you? So, what did you think about? Um, what, what do you think about the big, like the big uh, battle scenes uh, towards the end, especially when they're in Mexico? I loved. This is the only character I actually love Rob Zombie's wife in. And, like, Baby was on another planet this entire fucking movie. Yeah, she she kind of reminded me of, like, the Mother Firefly character from the oh, yeah. second movie. Yeah. But I, I like, like, from the time that she's I forget in... that that was What's-Her-Face from the Police Academies. Oh, yeah, it was, um... Yeah, the the like the the kind of hot muscle bound chick. Yeah, I can't ever remember her character's name. Uh, but yeah, the uh, like Sergeant Hyde Hardbody or something. Yeah, something 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 real something real like real goofy. 
But she's a she she brought it and fucking. Uh, oh, dude, she did an amazing movie. job. That was one of my favorite horror scenes of all time, actually. You go get your ghosts. They're like, oh, dude, like fucking. I remember the first time I saw it, it gave me chills. Yeah, she because she was just like spinning in the chair, going all crazy. <coughs> and and Sherry had a lot of that in this movie. You know, especially when she's in the when she's in the cell, and she's like, you can see it in her eyes. The kitty cat ballerina. Yeah. When she's doing her parole meeting. Mm. The past is the past. You got to look into the now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody was saying after it came out to DVD, like she needs her own solo movie with that character. That would be great. Yeah, I, I'd be for that. Just, just to, just to get one out there, just, just for fun. No, I'd rather see Otis B. Driftwood movie, truthfully. I mean, that wouldn't be too bad. Like an origin story. Mm. I think the other thing too that made this movie work for me, I mean, was, I mean, because obviously the story, the storyline is very like old school horror, you know. Your villains have come back, and they're just as unstoppable as ever. Um, I think the thing I really liked about this is because they waited so long to do it, all the characters feel the appropriate age. Yeah. And, um, and that's the one thing I actually really liked about this. Oh, here, hold on a second. The new neighbors gotta love them. Huh? He's on his way over. He says, I'm gonna swing by, but it won't bother you. I'm like, come on in. Oh, shit, you fucked up my goddamn Sonny Bono wig. Stuck at 59, right? Mm -hmm. My plate is burning. <laughs> <laughs> so, my level was. I just did one of these to get a coin, to get some coins, and I made. I upgraded all my characters, right? Level 60. Yeah. As you get them, you get these like turkey dinner shit. Like, well, I used them. Turkey dinners alone, I got all of these here and this guy here. It's just out of the turkey dinners. I had two more sets of shit to go. We're 60 all the way up until. So if that's all I. That there is all I didn't get. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's months of just saving and saving and saving and saving because it's taking me that fucking long just to reach the next level. It was 45 million points. 
Jesus. Uh oh, Leatherface is about to come through the wall like fucking Kool Aid. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm actually gonna splice together everything the 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 two moments he had with Dan. I'm gonna make them their own segment in this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm, I say no shit a lot. Talking about video games and stuff. Music is my life. So, um, it, so as far as uh, ratings go for, um, for or rankings go for the for the Rob Zombie um, House series, like the House of a Thousand Corpses series. Two, three, one. Two, three, one. Uh huh. I would go. I love. I actually love House. So we'll see if I if it was me I'm going I'm actually going two one three. I really I like the new movie but I don't like it more than I felt the writing was better for the yeah. the lines. I'm very avid. That's why I love Quentin Tarantino the way he writes his lines. Yeah. The way the characters he chooses that to do his lines with, you know. He, I would I would have liked this movie more if it had been completely different than Devil's Rejects. It's too similar to the Devil's Rejects. But not really. In a way, yes. Yeah. I mean like chron like chronologically, you know, they do the whorehouse bit, they do the you know, they do the safety net bit, they do the that we're getting captured bit. They do everything from from uh, plate, you dog dick. Like they do everything from Devil's Rejects, almost. With they the, do the house bit, which was the, oh, yeah, the hostage bit, yeah, they do the hostage bit also, and um, but I like the movie. I just like that's the one thing with this series. Like I don't hate any of them. Like I love all three of them, but it, maybe I haven't watched the new one enough to be as in love with it as I am the other two. If that I got to go two, three, one because I like the format of of Devil's Rejects. Mm. Oh yeah, that that was one th that was one thing. The Devil's Rejects is definitely the best. I love how they get you going for the villains, even though they never had to do that for us because we always were going for the villains. Yeah, I think since I, I think and, I like them dragging other people into that. We're like, I'm going for them. Hey. Yeah, fucking victims be damned. <laughs> Um, now this is a, I know this is a tougher ranking. How would you, how would you rank Rob Zombie's movies? It's a tough one, but Devil's Rejects would be number one. I would go there also. I would say Devil's like if it was me, I would say Devil's Rejects is my favorite of of all of, of all of his movies. House would be number two. Halloween would be three. Um, three from Hell would be four. Um, Lords of Salem would follow that, and like, and I'm kind of scattered, but my bottom two are definitely going to be. Um, the Legend of El Super Bisto and H2. 
31, not even on that list, huh? I wouldn't even acknowledge. <laughs> I can't even put 31 on the list. It's so bad. I would probably go <laughs> Devils, Halloween, and Three from Hell. House and El Super Bisto. Hmm. So how? Okay, so, um, so so here's a good question. Uh, how are the you know how, how many different extras are there on the on the Blu-ray or DVD? There's a bunch of behind the scenes. Did you know the cells? that you see everybody in, especially, um, they're the same cells that the Manson girls stayed in. Oh, really? Yep. Same ones. Yep. Hmm. Same prison. And Rob's really going for some nostalgia there, isn't he? <laughs> That's what he was trying to pull off with um, Bill Mosley and his courtroom scenes. Oh, yeah. Because that's he saw a documentary on Charles Manson when he was a child or younger. I think he almost did a pretty good one. I, I think they kind of justice. There is no justice. Yeah, I love how fucking like you know how sour Otis's character always is. Like, there's no moment in that movie where any of the characters, when they're being present, especially when they're in a courtroom scenario. Or ever jovial, you know, like like Ted Bundy. You know, Ted Bundy was like he was placating to the crowd and the media to try to get you know an extension to try to figure out a way to get out of it. Um, but there was you know there was too much evidence against him that we're gonna you know convict him ultimately. So um, and these characters don't even try; they just rather get the fucking sentence over with so they can get on with their lives and. That's the great part about them. That's probably what makes it most like the Manson trials, because Charles Manson wasn't hiding anything. And did you know Danny Trejo was one of the masked Mexicans at the end as well? Oh, was he? Yep. That's and you know the big Mexican that Dotus uh, B. Dripwood fought with machetes at the end? Yeah. I was right who I thought it was. Who was it? Remember that big motherfucking Mexican... From Dexter season two. Oh, the guy, the, the guy, the guy who plays Tiny. Yeah. Yeah, the big, big fucking like Mexican-looking motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that was the guy that fucking Otis B fought. Oh, nice. So it was the yeah. it was the same guy. Yeah. So so for anybody who hasn't seen that, yeah, there's an episode of Dexter where he's got to take down this like big hitman guy, um, and he has to like double trank him. Just to just to take him down to get him tied down. To uh, the he table. has to use like elephant tranquilizer on yeah. him instead of his regular tranquilizer. Yeah. Stop, Scoop. Halloween, <laughs> dude. I love it. What do you need to watch? All right, so I think that'll do it for this uh, for this edition of the podcast. Now, of course, uh, we'll be coming back. We'll be coming around the mountain when we come on Dio Space. 
<laughs> we'll be we'll be coming back uh, after uh, after the um, the segue or the segue files plays through. So, um, so once that so so once that season's through, we'll be uh, bouncing back uh, every Friday after that. So, uh, good times had by all, and hopefully a new corpse will spark some new interests. Uh, hopefully we see Zombieland. I haven't heard good things about it, though. Yeah, I want to see it. But it's kind of like... There, there's been a lot of negativity about different horror movies, you know? Like, right now, um, I, keep, I, keep, I keep hearing that, like, uh, The Dead Don't Die, you know, the one with Bill Murray, like, really sucked. And, uh, and, they, and they hear a bunch of, like, fuck, you know, like, shit about everything else. And, of course, we have been talking endless shit about fucking Child's Play, so... Um, another Orion picture movie. That fucking movie. I will fucking rape it to its core. Rape it to its core. They actually... Did you know they actually show Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 during that movie? Fuck them. Yep. I thought the same thing when I heard that. I was like... Because that was one... That was the core thing that made me not want to watch it. Texas 2 is why Chucky kills people. According to the movie. Oh, really? That's... No, not good enough. Come up with your own idea. Yeah, it's stupid. And uh, on that note, uh, we will <laughs> we will bid you adieu. Go watch fucking three of mail, bitches. All right. Make your own assumptions. Don't take ours. Fuck yeah. All what right. Do, what do we know? We're fucking idiots. Come on. <laughs> We're no smarter than you. You're probably smarter than us. Okay. Um. Anyways, bitches, you guys have fun, bitches. The search for the fugitives known as the Devil's Rejects resulted in a violent clash with police. Chances for survival are less than a million to one. This has been... Rotten Corpse Radio.